You are listening to For the Love of God Pod. For the Love of God Podcast. Hello, welcome to For the Love of God Podcast. It's Jason, and this is Sunday Shorts. This episode is The Weight of Eternity. Us humans put all our weight on this life that we live, a life that will indeed end. It could end at the ripe age of a hundred, or it could end tomorrow, or today, or at any second. Scary, but nonetheless a reality. We put so much weight on this life, on our stuff, on the next great thing, the next great movie, or star, or partner. We stress over everything to be perfect, or better, or faster, bigger. And in the end, when it's all over, when we are no longer alive, all this stuff that we long for, strive for, stress over, it stays right here for the next human to pick over in a yard sale, for family members to fight over, or to simply end up at the bottom of a pile at the local dump, or in a box under someone's bed to be forgotten about. How many big things could you not wait for? Saved all your money for? Stood in line for days for? Marked days off your calendar and hope for? How many of those big moments came and went and now forgotten? Just a distant memory that has been erased to replace the next great thing. Seems silly when you think about it. When in the end, none of it really matters. Sure, we should have life experiences. We should enjoy an occasional movie, a great concert, love. But we should not be on absolute fire for any of it. We should put all our weight on eternity. This life has an expiration date. And none of us know when that date is. Eternity does not. It's forever, without end. It just goes on and on and on and on. So which eternity do you want? You have two choices, heaven or hell. Most of you listening to this, I can guess, chose heaven. There may be somebody that comes across this message that doesn't believe in God. And if you do not believe, it does not make him not real. I can assure you that God is real. And considering that him being real and hell being real. And he reached over and grabbed the gun and put it on his stomach. And he kicked the safety off. And when I realized what he was doing, I tried to grab the gun. Bullet went in me right here and come out between my eyes. Uh, 
breaking every bone in my face, blowing my nose off, all my front teeth out. The wounds were so severe that he coded several times in the ambulance on the way to Vanderbilt University Medical Center. During that time, he caught a glimpse of hell. It sounded like a million people screaming in agony. And I looked up and I realized how dark it was. And I've never been afraid of hardly nothing on this earth, but that scared me so bad that I felt like I was gonna explode from the inside with a bomb. Everyone had the knowledge that you could not get out. Or at least I'm gonna say I did. I knew and I understood I could not get out. And not only that I couldn't get out, but that I was here forever. I understood that this was a, I am absent of time and this place goes on forever. Hell is real. Hell is real. Whether you're an intellect or whether you're a, a, someone who has never attended school in your life, hell is real. And hell is, is not something that is based on belief. This is not belief. This is not your belief. This isn't what you believe. This isn't everybody has respective rights in what they believe in. This is what is true. This is what, what is really gonna happen? What is really gonna go on? What is really happening? What is true? And it's, and it's not up for discussion. It's not up for debate. I'm not looking for political talk. I'm not looking for schools of thought. I'm not looking for re uh, religious faiths and beliefs in the afterlife. I'm not looking for literature. I'm not looking for any of those things. The word of God is the word of God. The word of God is the word of God. And that's all, and, and, and in that place, all you know, all you will know and understand it is to be true. And heaven being real, wouldn't that make you just for a moment think that seeking out the answers for such an infinite reality of what happens after you pass on? Why wouldn't such an extreme possibility that could either be the most amazing experience of your existence or the most terrifying make you shut down your stubborn human nature to actually stop and think that maybe this, this is what I should pay attention to. That this reality seems way more important than researching stereo equipment for 30 hours or swiping left or right for the millionth time. And that maybe those people I see on the street corner trying to tell you about Jesus Christ might not be so crazy. Those people, those disciples are trying to save your life. See, God is giving you the option today to turn to him with your whole heart, repent of your sins. That means be remorseful. Weep for your sins. Turn to him. He says, cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted, mourn and weep. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you in due time. So it is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom if you ask. It is God's good pleasure to save you from your sins. Why? Because they love you. Why? Because they have the love of God inside them. And it never stops. You know, that's just verbal hypocrisy, because you do care. Because if you, if you didn't care, you'd go start it right now. Go start the party right now. Get some gasoline, pour on yourself, and light yourself up. But you won't do it because you're a verbal hypocrite. You really don't want to go to hell. You're as confused as they get, young men. You're a great picture of what Asheville is really like. A bunch of confused young people out here who don't, whose parents don't care enough about them to lead them in the truth, to lead them in the Word of God, and now they're reaping, well, I didn't say they could tell you something now, but only the last 18 years they could have told you something. I didn't live with them, so I didn't care. Well, who did you live with, young man? I didn't 
Did your grandparents care about you? No. Now, see, that's probably what I'm talking about, young man. Parents who don't care about their children, or grandparents who don't care about their children, don't raise them properly, and they reap the rewards of their sowing. They sow to, oh, let them do what they want. I want to be their friend instead of their parent. I'm not going to discipline them. I'm not going to, re uh, to raise them in the Word of God. And what they get is a bunch of confused, demonic young people who, are, who want to be the God of their own life, who love their sin, who are hell bound unless they repent. Unless you repent, young man, you're in big, big trouble. You're going to end up in hell forever. Forever. You should care. I care about you enough to come all the way from Kentucky, five-hour drive, spend my money, spend my time to come and tell you the truth, that you might be saved. Yeah, I know you heart sin. You don't want to be saved. But God wants you to be saved. He takes no delight in the death of the wicked. What's your name, young man? Mark. Mark, you're 18 years old. You could have your whole life ahead of you. I am all Well, how do you know that? Yeah, but the Bible says your life is a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. 18-year-olds die every day who didn't think they were going to die that day. You have no idea when you're going to die, do you? No idea. So you may think you have your whole life ahead of you, but it could be true that your life could end today. Is that right? And if, you, if your life ends today while you heart sin, you're a big, big trouble because if you heart sin, God is angry with you, the Bible says. He's not happy with you. And you can have your prideful, tough guy attitude with who cares, but you better start caring. Let me ask you a question, Mark. Would you sell me one of your eyes for a million dollars? How about both of them for a billion? Go see the world, right? You can go see the world with a billion dollars and no eyes, right? You can't see the world. You'd be blind. You know, Mark, you're one of the few people I've asked, I've asked people that, uh, hundreds of people that question. You're one of the few people who would sell me both their eyes. Of course, I don't have the money. I'm a poor preacher. But you're, you're one of the few guys that, if you were given a billion dollars, you would sell your eyes, your very eyes. When you see life through the windows of your soul, you would sell them for money. You know what that tells me? Your God is money. And the Bible says you cannot serve two masters. Either you love the one and hate the other, be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and riches. And it is pouring out to all of God's people to lead them to a place of peace and joy where you will never feel pain, never shed a tear, where our creator, God Almighty, will be with open arms to accept you into his kingdom. If you are an unbeliever, I encourage you to dig into that. Research that. Read the Bible. Look to the prophets and the prophecies that came to pass. Look how God had spoke to them about things to come that came and passed with every detail. Look at the things that are happening to us right here, right now, that the Bible said would happen to the very detail. It's undeniable. Then you put your faith into it. Make a decision that God is real and Jesus Christ is the only way to him and make him Lord of your life and not all the stuff that you worship. Then you will see God working in your life. You will see miracles. You will hear him speak to you through his word and to your heart. 
to those that do believe, congratulations, you are wise, but do not settle for halfway in. God wants all of you. Be obedient and let yourself fully die of this world and live your life for Christ. Love him more than anything or anyone else. Keep your eyes on Jesus every day. Don't put your weight on this life, but put it on eternity. Because your eternity is all that matters. Everything else will just get left behind. Thank you for listening to this message. It may be the most important one that I've ever spoke on. And if you have never shared an episode with anyone, I'm asking you to please share this one. It could save someone's eternal life. It may have saved yours. God bless. Have an amazing day. Goodbye.